Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Before we begin, we'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meet Your Congregation. We are here in the studio once again, and by we, I mean me and Caleb. Caleb, hello. Hello, Jay. We uh, today have a anonymous caller that will go by the name of Lucky, and uh, so Lucky, welcome. Hey, nice to see you guys. Good or to hear s- you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good to connect. So, um, yes, usually yes. We, we, we talk about, you know, uh, where you're from. Um, is that, will that give any too much away? Oh, who cares? Okay. I mean, it's fine. Uh, born and raised in the city of Chicago proper. Yeah. Uh, spent the last 30 years at a city north of here, way up close to where you were. Actually, yes. what the hell? Minneapolis. Yes. Uptown. So, all the yep. detectives are working um, now. <laughs> oh yeah, like they really care that much. Yeah, well, anybody so like anybody listens <laughs> to this thing. Um, <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, lucky us. Um, so yeah, we've we've met a few times and hung out. And this is um, true. This is true. And uh, so, and we'll always talk about really really interesting stuff. And you're also, unfortunately, a fan of Peter Rollins. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> point deduction. But but you also you have some Calvinism in your in your history too, as well, right? Yeah, that that's that is true. That's actually like how I think you finally were cool with talking to me because you knew you had met Bon Jiper's son, yeah, you know, Bon Jiper, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, oui, oh, oui. yeah, and and uh, I was friendly with Bon Jiper's son. And, uh, I think that's how you gave, I got an in because you could have easily selected my name on Facebook or whatever. And you'd be like, Oh crap. He's at a Mark Driscoll church. Oh. <laughs> and you would have never talked to me. <laughs> that, that was the, you know, my experience, um, with, with Abraham Piper, I'll go ahead and expose us. Um, was yeah, pretty yeah, cool yeah. because he came to revolution. Yeah, I came to, re- he came to revolution and, um, for a few weeks and did not say who he was. And at the time I was pretty hard on his dad and he has to do coffee. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Let's meet up for coffee. And we met up for coffee by my house and I was like, so blah, blah, blah. And I think I brought up his dad again. And he was like, um, John Piper is my dad. And I lot of, literally thought he was joking. And mm-hmm. I like started laughing. I was like, ah, and he's like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> And it was the first time to be in the other person's shoes mm. in my life, mm. you know, yep. where it was like, holy shit, you know, like this is what people feel like every time <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm explaining to them who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that was really wild. It was really wild that he came and he liked revolution and, and, and it seemed to dig what we were doing and connected yeah. us together. And what a... Yeah, what a strange world, right? Like, you know, and and, and it, it taught me a lesson, you know? I mean, it taught me a lesson to, I, you know, think about that every time now. And I kind of hopefully, that's a lesson that I help other people with as mm-hmm. well. But it definitely was like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. you might be entertaining yeah, no, angels my, or mm-hmm. other preacher's kids. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> when I first met him, it, was, it wasn't too dissimilar. Like, I had met him as Abraham. 
and didn't have a clue, like no idea, didn't really care. And then someone comes up to me and goes, oh my gosh, do you know whose son that is? I'm like, dude, I don't even know who your dad is. Like, <laughs> we've known each other forever. Like, nice. And then they said, oh, it's John Piper's son. I'm like, why do I care? Yeah. And so, so I just like, I think through him and then like getting to know you a little bit, it's like, man, you, I can totally appreciate what you guys have gone through and feel for you and like the shit you've had to go through to get out from underneath it. Mm. What a wild, yeah, wacky world. But you're, you, uh, would you consider yourself a theologian? I mean, I can kind of consider you a theologian <laughs> just because every time we get together, we, it's all we talk about. Uh, Armchair theologian? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I am, uh, I, I do have, the, I did that like online thing. So I am a, you know, online certified uh, nice. theologian, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just celebrated my sixth anniversary. They sent me an email. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Still married wow. or married anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think, I think, yeah, it's just kind of always been there. I think like as a kid, you know, you hear about this Jesus character and that he loves you and the Bible tells you that, and then you pray the prayer and prayer, and then you find out you're a piece of shit and his dad hates you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you, you spend the next 45 years in my case, basically um, trying to figure that out, asking a lot of questions, which is not cool in the church. Yeah. And then you're a bad person and you're not, you're trying to disprove the Bible, which is fun. But like you were kind of tied up with like some of the Driscoll folks and that's a quite a, quite a wild, I mean, I was always fascinated by your journey because it was just kind of a wild place to be for someone was who had so many questions. I mean, that was literally my thought was like, wow, he's got a lot of questions. He's got a lot of uh, different ideas and you know, he's kind of in the middle of it at the same time. And so I always thought that was really interesting. Yeah. To clarify, I was never, I, did I meet him? I don't know if I remember. I don't think I met him. Yeah. But we were in that world in the Midwest. Like yeah. We were their Midwest representation. And so the questions were always there. They've been there my entire life. Um, I was always learning how to ask them a little better in the situation. But, you know, that toxic mascul masculinity doesn't mm. do well with any kind of questioning. You just accept. And I remember mm. we were at a gathering an x29 gathering and my buddy looks at me and goes why is it like there's only one type of guy like that's cool and everybody else gets beat up on and i was like huh and that was kind of like where things started to go okay this is ridiculous and i was like surprisingly involved in a ministry to mm -hmm. men at that time and it's like we were already starting to kind of shift and see the negative negativity and so here i am one of the first people going, Hey, Mark Driscoll's kind of an asshole. Right. <laughs> is anybody, right. is anybody noticing this? Like, cause I, I, I see it. Is it just me? And it was, I got destroyed like for even saying that the way he behaves is not cool for a leader. You right. Know? So, mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. It, it, I remember I, I, I talked to another big preacher at the time and, 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 and he was just like, yeah, just, it's kind of like the, the, the foregone conclusion of what happens in those things is that it just doesn't never, it doesn't end well. Like it's very popular for a time, really whole time. I mean, I guess now being in Seattle, you realize that as like, it was such a huge, a huge movement here. Yeah, it was. But I mean, everybody I've met who's, who's been through there, I haven't met anybody who's been like, Oh, it's such a great experience. Or, you know, it's, I, I meet a lot of really angry people and a lot of people who are angry at just Christianity now in general, you know, they've just kind of summed it up as, well, that's Christianity. And I'm mm -hmm. like, God, it's so different than the yes. than what I know as the term Christianity. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a different definition. Um, but I guess growing up in the assemblies of God and, 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 you know, where women could preach and things like that, you know, I kind of always grew up with that. Like you know, there wasn't, 
I mean, they always had like, you know, the music ministries half the time were gay and, you know, it was just like, we just don't, I don't ask, don't tell kind of concept. So <laughs> I remember when that whole masculinity thing came out, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Why are they having wrestling at church? And why does everybody have to talk about getting dirty? And I don't want to get dirty. You know, my pants are stain resistant, exactly. but I, I still don't want to find out how stain resistant they are. I don't want to do that. Do you remember that group, yeah, yeah. like in the late nineties, um, those guys that would go around to different churches and as part of their ministry they would like tear phone oh, books the power in team the they power, were around yeah. in the 80s like, oh yeah they used really? to come to ptl uh, i knew all those yeah. guys yeah. talk about uh toxic hyper toxic max masculinity because they would they would like rip they would blow <laughs> up um well, hot water yeah. bottles and they would be like praise god mm-hmm. pray you know pray oh, for yeah. him because if it, cause they tell you like if it goes back in his lungs they'd explode so it was really scary you know but by the power of jesus he yep, could do yep. it and they would break cinder blocks and but i found out later that there's tricks to all that oh, stuff yeah, for sure. because oh, yeah, totally. i knew a youth group that did it and i was like these yep. little guys tearing phone books in half and i was so disillusioned yep. they weren't tearing the phone books yep, the spirit yep. was tearing mm-hmm. the books i was very them. disillusioned yeah. See, like most of those events, I was aware of them, you know, growing up in the church, quote unquote, but like I was a Christian and those events tended to happen at Assembly of God churches. Yes, so that's we right. We couldn't go to them. <laughs> those were the eight, those were all guys were AG guys. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Although we were able, we were able to go to the Peters Brothers stuff and the Why Knock Rock and like burn your CD. I never went, but I always like my youth group would go to those or Did you go to Carmen or the, I don't think I ever no. saw him. Yeah, I, I did. Don't, I don't yeah, I question the lifelong bachelor. That's yeah. usually a beard. That's usually a beard for something else. Yeah. Well, he dated a lot of uh, ex Playboy models. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And he was also he was very good friends with my um, with a friend of mine. And actually, you know, he was really actually a really nice guy. I don't know what was going on in, in his bachelorhood, yeah. but I do know that he was always good to my family when that's cool. When most people weren't, you know, like hey guys, yeah, yeah. you know, I was always like. He's a handsome devil, though. Mm. Handsome Italian man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. funniest, just... like, so Las Vegasy though. Like, I saw a concert yeah, yeah. once, and the puppets, and people in masks, <laughs> and demons. Yeah, yeah, and... Yeah. yeah. What a weird, yep. weird career. Yeah. It's just like, I remember, like, going to those Christian bookstores, and be like, if you like Van Halen, you'll love oh, Carmen. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. Carmen and Van Halen I mean, are, I mean, I can't tell the difference. David Lee Roth is... David Lee Roth is a bozo, but Carmen, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave. Diamond Dave. At least, at least, at least Dave is uh, interesting and talented, real life cartoon that he is. <laughs> so what's going on in, 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 what's going on in your world? Like right now, um, you're in Chicago, wow. you're, you, you've moved, you're, you, you got probably a lot yep, going yep. on. Um, actually not really. No. You know, it's, uh, um, you know, the funny thing is like when you came to Minneapolis, um, I was like getting more and more involved in my church and like, I had actually gone full time right when you started and you and I started talking. Right. And then, then everything kind of went South. My questions got to be too much. Other things happened. And so I was going to revolution here and there, not a ton, but it's like, I just didn't want to bring my shit on you till I was done dealing with it right, <laughs> or right. any congregation hmm. for that matter. <laughs> and so it's like, I've been kind of just a rogue rogue Christian to some degree or another, just kind of, I mean, I've been doing online church since before the pandemic because yeah. that was the option. And it's like, I miss community, but it's like now I moved in the middle of a pandemic and you guys know, like, how do you meet anybody? I know. You know? It's like, yeah, it's almost impossible. It's like, you, yeah, it's really hard. And so I moved to be back uh, with a family member that's uh, like, 
he's older now and just to be here for him and to provide some care. I mean, he's still on his own, but it's like there's definitely needing help. And so yeah. sure. that's been good. Like my kids are still up in Minneapolis. They're all grown doing their thing. But, you know, it's it's hard. It's wild to move back to such a big city. Minneapolis is adorable. It's a tiny, adorable little city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then you, and then you come back to something like Chicago. It's like I left Chicago to kind of get beat to know people yeah. in a smaller context. And it's like, I'm almost glad being back, not being known. Cause I have to work right. through all the stuff that I'm, I've gone through and coming through. And uh-huh. anyway, so a lot of working and driving, that's mostly what I do and exploring yeah. the city as much as I can. Yeah. So, I had a tough time getting to know people in, in Minnesota, you know, it's kind of a, <laughs> a closed open community. It's like a small city, Yes. Yes. But it's not, yes. and not everybody's super homey towny. You know, it's like I kind of like the people yeah. I knew were people I knew before I moved there, and I think I met like five or ten people from church that I knew kind of on a normal yeah. basis. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was kind of you know that Minnesota yeah. nice thing is really it's like very insular. Yeah, they really mm-hmm. yes they really play up their passive aggressiveness, oh, and Lord. it's like. The joke is like, I will give you directions to anywhere, but my house, you know, like that, that's how, yeah. that's how welcoming they are. Yeah. And it's like the, the whole, like, Hey, let's get together. Let's get together. And like, okay, when, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get to you. I'll get to you. It's like, yeah. then I would start, I started pulling my phone out. I'm like, well, let's get our calendars. Out. Oh no, 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 no. Well, I'll get back to you. Like, yeah. You know, so it was it's even after 30 gesture. years, it was still hard. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and then everybody goes to their cabins in the summer, but I do That's love right. people in Minnesota. Oh my I just gosh, yeah. saying that was just, yeah. just, just their nature, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've heard there's really the is. same it thing really here, is. but I haven't seen it yet because everything is completely closed, but they right. say there's something called the Seattle freeze that I'm interested in finding oh. out about. I think I've gotten a few little tastes of it. <laughs> so we'll so see. It's going to freeze you out. <laughs> yeah. Freeze you out. But I don't know. I'm not okay. too concerned about it. I, I, I'm excited about exploring the city. I, mm-hmm. I've gotten to just a little bit. And from what I've seen so far has been really amazing. So mm-hmm. this is a cool place and Very I'm cool. glad to not have snow every day. Yeah. No joke. Yep. We do have rain. Lots of rain. Always damp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, mostly it's, I I'm working. I listen to a ton of podcasts, obviously yours. Um, trying to do atheism for Lent and let Peter cool. fuck with my head. So. Yeah. How's that going? That's going good. Oh, fine. I did it once before. I kind of wanted to do it again just to see like what he's kind of like changed and like zeroed in on. And it's, it's better than I remember the first time doing it. Oh, wow. Cool. And I also might, I also might just be in a different place and more willing to engage things differently. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, that's been fun. So yeah, it's just, it's wild. There's no, no community here. So it's like, I'm restarting and you know, people get like weird and judgy. Like I remember like when we were kids and you just go to the playground and you're like, Hey, you want to play? Apparently they don't (laughs) like that. When fifty-year-old white guys do it, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah isn't it? it gets a little creepy. <laughs> no, but it was funny because I was with my kids at the park yesterday. Because you know my son's five, and and he was hanging out with like six kids, you know, and all yeah, yeah. Uh, just completely different, you know, black, white, Asian, Jewish. Yep, yep. You know, they're all just nobody had a, all the all of us parents are all standing in different corners, very <laughs> watching, watching. <laughs> the woke dream come true as we all just sit there and ignore each other and act like we don't exist. Yep. With your masks on. Yeah. With our masks. Very, felt very creepy. Like, don't worry one day kids, you'll be able to sit and judge like us exactly. and be afraid of each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of the kids. Aren't you? Please don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. It was bizarre. <laughs> anyway, that's and my daughter played in a mud puddle. So, um, 
So the best. Uh, one of the questions we ask a lot is how did you find out about revolution? And I'm guessing you may have told me, but I don't know. So I can't remember. So go ahead and uh, share. It. Honestly, like I, I was like aware of you, you know, just cause of your parents and stuff like that. And then I heard that you were coming to Minneapolis and I think maybe the star tribune did an article, how you did the rainbow bread for communion. Oh yeah. That was a big, big and then thing. I was like, Oh, so yeah. So he is here. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And so then that's when I, I reached out to you. I was like, Hey, you want to, grab a coffee or something like that and just talk and just touch base. And I was like, I think I said, here's a friendly hand across the aisle. Yes. That's like, right. You did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started listening to your podcast and then like the things that I was like really cluing in on was like, especially all the time you're spending in Galatians, which ironically I had been planning in a, a, a retreat all based on the book of Galatians. Um, and so then having you kind of always hitting that, that note, that good note of grace and Galatians again. And then you introduced me to um, Tillich and you are accepted. And like, I, I swear, and I might be overstating it, but it's like that, that whole talk, your talk, when you read the whole thing, of it, yeah. like multiple times I would re-listen to that. And then I'd found the PDF and I would read it. Like it saved me a ton over the last five years. Oh, man. Yeah. That is, that is a powerful talk. You know, I've right, never, right. I mean, I've never sat down and read anyone's talk. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I have right, dyslexia, right. so I mean, I must've restarted 18 yeah, yeah. times because <laughs> I had to read it all the way through because I didn't know how to edit. So no, I remember, I remember. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm reading this German philosopher to everybody, but yeah, it was, I mean, yeah. What an incredible talk. I actually recommended it today for folks because it's such a good, yeah. It's one of the best explanations on grace I've yep. ever read. And uh, and actually, the first time I read it was in a Brennan Manning book. He quoted it. Oh, okay. Plus, it just flips the script on sin, and it just yeah. it puts the mm. Jewish perspective on sin. And then it then everything actually starts to make sense. It's like, oh, oh, it's sin is separation. It's not just this behavioral thing. And mm. so then when you have Jesus at the well saying, go back into your community to the woman, it's like, he's saying, stop being separated go back into your community mm, yeah you know and so it's just like oh like he's reminding her who she is who she is within the community and who she is in as Tillich would say on the ground of all being and it's like oh my gosh that just changes everything now try imagine explaining that to a neo-calvinist right <laughs> it's just like oh my gosh like oh but paul but paul and it's like there was one time i was like fuck paul i'm done <laughs> like just fuck paul right. like he can be wrong he's a person yeah <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Or he can actually be read under the wrong or or, or fake letters from Paul. But mm -hmm. don't get me started on yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, but yeah, yes, no. Yes. I mean, <laughs> but it's yeah. It's funny how they 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 cling to that. But uh, you know, in some ways, I'm like, God, you guys are so intelligent. You'd probably love to read Tillich. I mean, there's going to be stuff that kicks back on you. But I mean, that's one thing I've always been impressed by by neo Calvinists. Uh, sure, sure. Was that they really do try to try to study? They do study a lot. Oh yeah. They just study oh, what they want yeah. to study. You know, right. they just, they don't study things outside of their wheelhouse, yeah. but they do study. So, yeah, yeah. It's a very narrow, very thin area that they will work within and everything is outside of that acceptance, yeah. you know, and then it's, it's a, it's a threat to the gospel. And I'm just like, right. how small, how small is your gospel that it's threatened yeah. by another Great thought point. that maybe you don't understand? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I feel that, like it's that predestination you chose chosen few that the really elect. gets the elect that really gets yep, in the way. Yep. I mean, I get yep. the theology. I totally understand it, but it's yep. still what just totally just 
us and thems, mm-hmm. us all, and Absolutely, puts us into yeah. that. And it doesn't even make sense with Paul when Paul's saying like, "There's neither Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, male or female." Right, you know, I'm like, right. well, then what do you guys do with that when you know when when Paul's Paul's mad at Peter that we're separating? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's funny when a Calvinist decides to bring in mysticism. Yeah. Well, that's just the mystery of God. Oh, wait. Oh, so it's it's at the point there, but not back here. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> We've all done a few yeah. dumps and turns and <laughs> twists. And... <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think, I think I'm just trying to find... I've had to give my space from that world. Yeah. Like I have... Maybe two friends in that world still, three mm. that I have some regular contact with. Yeah. But it's like, I, there's just times where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't not ask those questions anymore. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you benefit from being in that context and you never ask a question, it's going to be a wonderful experience. Right. But you yeah. have, you have any question that goes outside of it, forget it. Like right. you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they put so much labor into um, pinning down a finite definition for a term or a concept. Um, you know, you could probably pull out, you know, most of the letters in, in, in Tulip, you know, and, and, and having such a stringent, um, unmovable definition of anything that's theologically based, I think is super limiting and then can lead to this us or them kind of mindset and um, and reinforces that mindset when you're not willing to step back yeah. and say, oh, well, what if sin is separation? Or, oh, what if God is the ground of being? You know, um, you can you can still engage with the same vocabulary uh, while having, you know, definitions that are more fluid or maybe not even the ones that you started out with. Right, right. The other thing I find interesting in that context is like, again, like you were talking about how much they study and they read. Yeah. And again, it's just in that thing. And then they'll read things in the context. Like they'll, they'll draw all that out. But if somebody in that, the leader, like say John Piper, if he says this person is bad, well, then nobody reads them and they're just bad because Mm, John Piper said so. Mm -hmm. And so there was many times where I would talk about, you know, different writers and I would say, they're like, yeah, but John Piper says, I'm like, but did you read what that author said? John Piper kind of came became the Pope, really, in a yeah, way. Seriously. He really did. Yeah. I mean, I cannot wait till Jesus believes in him. It is gonna be awesome. <laughs> I remember they had a book with this rattlesnake on the cover. And I remember I read the book. I can't remember what it was like, the enemy within or something. And and find out it was supposed to be Brian McLaren was the rattlesnake on the cover of the oh, book. Lordy. Oh my gosh. Wow. Man. <laughs> Did you hear he's with Richie Rohr now? He's down there with Father Rohr at the oh, no, Center really? for Contemplation or whatever. I didn't know. Yeah, he was he's there. teaching down there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, wow. I, I had no idea either. And he was just on one of the, the a name for everything, another another name for everything podcast. And they're like, Yeah, he's one of the teaching, I don't know if it's professor or whatever. That seems like a good match. Down there teaching. I mean, those are some Yeah, and those two real those dudes. two like it was like, wow, that was that was like a really good conversation with those two. So yeah, I remember when Brian McLaren got written off. So <laughs> I would love to see those two, yeah, in conversation. I mean, that would be interesting. I wonder if what they would push back on each other because they're both pretty grace, yeah, yeah. gracey guys. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see their. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm sad. Like I want to see them argue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not really. Yeah, I don't think they will. <laughs> they're, I mean, I'm, Brian Brian McLaren is like to me the the such the real thing. I mean, he's just the real deal. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even when I don't agree yeah. with them, it's still like, you know, yep. he's such so just the real deal. I think they're definitely moving into that that role. Like Henry Nowen in one of his books talks about like how his 
stages of life that he became that grandfatherly role. Yep. And he was trying to be encouraging to the young. And I think they're all just, he and Brian and, and uh, Rich, you are just flowing right into that space. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how you can't listen to them, even if you don't agree with them and not feel cared for. Right. Mm-hmm. And so unlike listening to some of these other pastors at their age, where it's just like, you believe what I say or else. And yeah, it's like, oh, right. okay. <laughs> no, I've had really good uh, disagreements with Brian before. And it was just always, you know, just so full. And so how soon so after that did you apologize and say he was right? <laughs> it was actually him coming around to my belief system, but we won't go there. Oh. Uh, I'm kidding. No, but yeah, he was a great, you know, great, great guy, man. Um, I recommend any of his writings. Um, yep, yep. I'm trying to think uh, what else we got here today on the, on the, do we go for the question or? Uh, yeah, we might as well. I mean, we, we have so much here and I personally have a whole lot of, uh, Questions for you, Lucky, that, that may be more appropriate for a, a follow-up interview or a second interview or something just about your own personal theology. I, I like personally geeking out on stuff like that and talking about <laughs> worldview transformations, which it seems like you've undergone uh, at least one big one, if not uh, several, just kind of based upon sure, the, sure. the short amount of history of yours that I know and, and talking to you right now. I suspect there have been a few adjustments along the way, perhaps. But um, but yeah, since we're running up close to half hour here, maybe it'd be a good idea to go ahead and, and wrap this up and get some feedback from you. We generally like to wind these down by asking our congregation members or our listeners if they have any uh, feedback for us, if there's anything that we're doing that you like that maybe we could do more of or improve on, um, if there's anything that we might be slacking in that uh, you want to crack the whip and uh, ah. and let us know that we can improve on. Less Rollins, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, or just any, anything at all that, that you feel like uh, us you know, in, in the capacity of a church or of a, of a community that we are, you know, being largely, if not only online, if there's anything else right. uh, that we can offer to, to provide you as uh, one of our beloved uh, <laughs> listeners and congregation members. Beloved. <laughs> that sound holy. Wow. That's a big one. I actually, I was like, do I just start out being a smart ass and saying, I really want like a Hillsong type worship team. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know, I know how much Jay loves worship music. Uh, so he loves it. You know, and it's like, if there's only a way we could have the clash or, you know, <laughs> big audio dynamite, maybe. Uh, yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> so those guys are still alive. <laughs> in all seriousness. Um, like I think you got to keep hammering on that, on the stuff of Galatians and, and grace and Paul Tillich. It's like, we could get, caught up in all those theological debates and stuff like that but it's like let's get these right let's get grace right Mm. i love when i love when you've said like i want a christianity that has no enemies like you're supposed to love your enemy and you're like if you said something like that like i just like those are big jobs right there to try to do as a community and then the other hard the other hard thing um then speaking about what else you could do um like how do you i think everybody's trying to answer this how do we how do we have community when it's all online, right? Um, mm. How do we change it? Because like some of the biggest things, it's like if you think about it, and I think everybody's learning this from the pandemic. I don't fucking need to go to church. Right. I right. could watch. I could seriously watch the best speakers in the world, or Jay Baker, <laughs> and I could listen, <laughs> and I could listen nice. to any music I want. I could do online counseling, and churches shouldn't be doing counseling. Right. Churches should not be doing counseling. <laughs> Amen. So, <laughs> Sorry, we had, we, we had a, a, a glitch it's, there. It's Lucky, a, can you say that one more time? I don't think we quite picked it up. Oh, yeah. Churches should not be providing 
counseling. Right. Got it. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you have a psychological problem, go to betterhelp.com slash J. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a free plug I so, don't mind um, giving away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, like, um, that is the trick. How are we going to find a way? Like, the one thing that is missing that everybody's missing, whether they go to church or not, if they're at, just at the VFW, is community. Yeah. How to re-engage community as things start to slowly open up again. And you're still, I think a lot of people will still be online. I think that's going to be a reality of the future. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong, whatever, don't care. But that is happening. I'm seeing it more and more and more. And I think especially younger generations are like, why would I go to church? Like, why would I waste a Sunday morning? Mm -hmm. If I'm going to be anywhere on board, it's going to be in line for brunch. (laughs) Yeah. And so No kidding. So So we need more brunch. (laughs) Yeah. So how do we, yeah. Yeah. Revolution brunch. Yeah. (laughs) Here's a Pop-Tart, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, enjoy <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's going to be a big trick for you. And that that was like another reason I didn't hang out too much in Uptown is because that is my natural desire is to try to figure out how to develop that community piece. But I was too fucked up and I didn't want to like put that on anybody else, even if I could have done it. Yeah, um, it's, t- it's tough. It really is tough to do. You know, I mean, all based yeah. on people and community too. I mean, I, I've, you know, moving from Brooklyn community there was completely different than the community in Atlanta, which was different completely from the community in Minnesota. I mean, it was just like, like Minnesota was almost like nobody wanted to hang out that much. And then in, in, in Atlanta, (laughs) we all hung out all the time. And then in New York, everybody's like transient. So it was just like, we meet at shows and we meet at events, you know? So it was like (laughs) kind of figuring out, like, I guess it's that kind of like one size doesn't fit all, mm. you know, you kind yeah. of have to figure out. Yeah, yeah. And as, and, and for the church too, I think the big question is, is do you want to be a community or do you want to be part of mm. a community? Yeah. And for me, I've yeah, always wanted always to be, one. yeah, I, I prefer to yep. be a part of a community rather than be, try to be a mm. community. Cause for me, that's just the pressure on that is, is heavy. Yep. And I'm not coming in as like the coach or the, whatever the, the not the coach. I, I don't know sports enough. You know, the, what's, what's the guy who makes sure. Every, no, the guy who makes sure everything's okay. And when oh, teams are running, uh, um, where's the stripes, the empire, empire, umpire, the empire, the emperor, the ma- Mando, 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 <laughs> Mandalorian. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be the Mandalorian of the church. I will be. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So empire, empire, emperor, Yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. want to be the judge. I was, the ref, I always um, thought the that, too, that was kind of like that was kind of like what I was trying to figure out in that that time when we were meeting each other is like what does it look like if the community says oh like the Christians helped us out with that and then another the person goes oh well where do they go to church and then the person in the community goes uh, the church isn't a place it's the people like yeah, if yeah. the community is actually saying that about Christians it's like that would be awesome yeah. and like we were mm. never known about our for our buildings but for what we were building within the community mm. yeah. for the community. Mm. So yeah, like in, 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 in Atlanta, what was really great is when we lost our space, the community said, Oh, you guys need a place to meet. There's, we have a bar here, you know, you want to come to our bar and, and do your church here, you know? So it was like one of those things where when realizing being a part of a community meant so much for us yeah. is that that community gave us a place to have that meeting. Right. And the synergy. Um, yeah. So that was really nice. You know, when you're part of a community, you really do learn to work with one another and mm. work with other people and frequent their shops, give them places to go. And I mean, yep, people yep. I'd spent holidays with, I'd never actually ever stepped in to any of the buildings we had met in. You know what I mean? We just knew each other <laughs> from the community. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of exactly. what I, I always dug that part of, especially of Atlanta, but anyhow. 
Yeah. And that could have been that way in Minneapolis too, because it is pretty small. Like you would run into people all the time. Yeah. Like I, I think the last time I saw you was at True Value. It was, it was. So, yeah. And so it's like, it just happens. Like you can go to a show and you'll see some of the same people That's at right. different shows or gallery opening or whatever. And it's like, it, or the breweries, like you tend to see all those people. Yeah. It's definitely very community oriented, but then there was that whole Minnesota nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever that was. Whatever, <laughs> whatever that thing was. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you guys don't get frozen out of Seattle too bad. No. Well, if, to if, if Driscoll can do it here, I'm going to do it here. <laughs> it's my personal mission. Okay, step one, be an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, <laughs> be really mean. Be Stop so mean that grace. people are like, we can't go there, so we're going to go there. <laughs> Make commentary on books you don't read. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and sell books that don't sell. Um, sorry, nope, that was a, that was a, that was a low one. Anyway. Mm. All right. Well, okay, this is this is definitely de- you've definitely fired. destroyed revolution here. So thank you. <laughs> no. Um, well, lucky. Um, thank you for for taking time to chat with us, man. I think it's good. I think it's good for Absolutely. folks to hear this and and see we're all kind of on our own journey, trying to figure things out and working this stuff yep. out one day at a time and looking for community yep. as well. So, you know, other people, I feel like feel that too. And, and, um, you know, maybe we can figure out a way to help people find communities in their own, yeah, their own cities mm-hmm. as well. I, I, I was thinking of somebody I know that I'll hit you up on Instagram. Who's in Chicago. Who's a really cool guy. So, all right, there you go. Very cool. And he likes hardware stores as well. So you're being luck. <laughs> <you're in> luck. <laughs> Either of us was in there because we like hardware no, stores. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we left there and then we went to the sports bar. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, anyway, is there anything else? Or? I think that's it, man. Yeah. Good seeing your face, buddy. That's awesome. Nice seeing you too. I'm glad you guys have landed well in Seattle. Thank you. Keep keep up the hard work. It sucks. I'm sorry that you know <laughs> things aren't better. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm out here and I'll. Like keep talking about you and posting you and see who follows oh, yeah. it. And Thanks, buddy. Looks up, looks up revolution because of Lucky Jackson sixty nine. There you go. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, wait, wait. Lucky, lucky underscore Jackson sixty nine. Okay. Yeah. Underscores and got it. Got it. <laughs> Always an underscore so, with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, well, you cool. guys have a great day. You too, buddy. All right. Thanks for your time. See lucky. you online. And hope to get. All right. Talk again bye. soon. Take it easy. Definitely. Bye-bye. Bye bye. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. 